welcome to We the People. I'm Sarah Jacob. Moonlighting is in the news. It's been making headlines this week and some of the headlines have not been flattering. No two timing. Read an internal email that the IT giant Infosys dashed off to its employees this week. Vipro, Infosys, Tata Consultancy Services or TCS, they've all come out to criticize the idea as unethical, as cheating. So what is Moonlighting and why has it gotten under the skin of top IT firms? Well, Moonlighting is, for those who've just joined this conversation or joined late, basically it is taking on assignments outside of one's regular day jobs or one's full-time permanent job. Some call it having a side hustle. But is this phenomena of discreetly taking on a second job in addition to your regular employment on the rise? Is it illegal? Is it unethical at least? And what does it mean for the future of work? Is moonlighting cheating or is the world of work past monogamy? Well, joining us on We The People tonight, K. Ganesh, a serial entrepreneur, promoter of Big Basket, Portia Medical, Homelane Bluestone. We have Mohit Malik, CTO of Chayos, Choco Veliapa, founder and CEO of V Technologies, R. Chandrasekhar, chairman for the Center for the Digital Future. He's been former president of NASCOM and secretary uh, IT and Telecom Government of India. Uh, Rudra Chatterjee, managing director of the Luxme Group, the chairman of uh, the OBT Carpets. And we have Ankita Chavla, a content creator and marketing consultant also joining us on We The People. So uh, let's get right into it. Let's dive straight into it. The industry has been abuzz with the ethics of employees finding gainful employment in their downtime. Infosys has come out openly to call it unethical. IT giants, Wipro, Infosys and IBM have warned employees against moonlighting. No two timing. Infosys warned its employees. Wipro's Rishad Premji has said that moonlighting is cheating, plain and simple. TCS's CEO, IBM's uh, South Asia MD, and Infosys, they've called it unethical. Rudra Chatterjee, uh, to you first, where do you stand? Is moonlighting ethical, unethical? Why should employees not do this as long as it doesn't affect their performance in their primary job? Is that even possible? Sarah, it's clearly if you are breaking a contract, if it's a breach of contract, it's unethical. Uh, but... You know, we have to just step back and see why is this happening today. Um, we are working from home. There's a lot of technology. There's options of, you know, capable people who are ambitious can do more than one thing. Yeah. Uh, and you see it in the contrast of, you know, working from home and, um, you know, the, the, the situation in the West where, you know, you basically quiet quitting and other, you know, forms uh, I, I, I'm encouraged by people who want to do two jobs at a time, and uh, you know there has to be some kind of some kind of uh, system that allows ambitious people to thrive. I think a lot of it is about the leadership. Uh, if I see capable people, I make sure that they have the stock options, and it is in their interest to uh, work in a way that you know they have a stake in the you know benefit that the company is uh, generating. And that will probably put a stop to it. Also, you know, for the larger picture, moonlighting isn't always very bad for the company. You know, if, uh, it might be bad for the company. It's not very bad for the economy. You know, the Apple computer, the Apple II, was a moonlighted product. Uh, Steve uh, Wozniak developed it, you know, while he was working in Hewlett-Packard. Uh, so it's sometimes 
sometimes to the world it's okay to have very you know hard working ambitious employees who want to set up on their own all right so you admire these guys but would you hire them but you know rudra does this um then lead to a conversation about job loyalty employee satisfaction the tightrope that companies must now walk between all the both of these because in a post pandemic world absolutely and it started uh, much before the pandemic you know the fact of the matter is the company towns the 95 jobs uh you know retiring and getting your golden wristwatch those things you know went away with the 1960s and 70s today the whole notion of a firm you know and what it does and how you know employees and management engage is changing there's a lot of reasons for it because you know these are times where technology has you know added competition and there are mm. many options that you know many people who couldn't have thought that they can set out a business on their own or go and you know have yeah another job you know which is physically remote today has that option so i think uh, mm. leadership has to bring that into you know we cannot use the same management playbook that was used in 1960s mm. and just throw the rule mm. book at the people who are you know talking about moonlighting we have to see as mm. leaders you know how do we engage and ensure that uh, we are getting and it's it's, not, it's much more difficult to manage a workforce that is working from you know, remote locations it's uh, mm. you know, i think uh, it's a good time for ceos of companies to go back at the drawing board and say you know how do i create a new you know, organization where people are equally you know entrenched and feel for the company i don't think it's anything wrong with people it is the discipline and the engagement that companies have created okay so you're saying that moonlighting has been around it's for a long time it's uh, not a new phenomenon it's only become mainstream after the pandemic but like you're saying it's not all black and white there are companies who've also come out in support basically saying bring it on you have the tech mahindra ceo saying i welcome disruption in august you had swiggy uh, launching a moonlighting policy for employees and fintech unicorn uh, cred has also encouraged employees to do these quote unquote uh, side hustles but mohit malik where do you stand on this to say for uh, you know uh, for a startup like us uh, having a 12 uh, 12 hour or 14 hour of day to day work is the need of the hour you know you cannot have things being done in 9 to 5 kind of a job and still be productive at uh, uh, still be productive at your job so when the expectation is that you spend around 12 to 14 hours in a day then taking a side hustle would just not impact the current job but also will impact the hustle as well hmm. so for us and you know uh, uh, since pandemic uh, all of a sudden we have seen surge in the the it uh, you know sector the technology sector and people have been switching jobs left right and center it has been very difficult for companies like us to retain talent and uh, ret- retention of talent has come at a very high price you know we are paying salaries as you know as close to double of what we were paying pre pandemic now with such kind of an investment being done companies like us you know would we would like people to go out and explore and learn things as long as they bring back those things and contribute to the company but taking a side hustle in a competing environment uh, with not being able to give your 100% in both the places is not uh, what you know what will take us forward as in you you stay in the company you align with the vision of the company 
you ask for what exactly you need in the next five years and let the company facilitate it for you. And just for the sake of, you know, some extra bucks or in the name of learning, but for the sake of extra bucks, you cannot go out there and compromise on both the both the companies. So that's that's my stand. Okay, uh, this is great. I'm glad we're getting both sides of this picture because, you know, Rudra Chatterjee seemed to have been putting the blame on the or the onus on the management, right? It's up to the management now to fix this problem. This is... Uh, a, sim- a symptom of the malaise in our uh, uh, in our industries, etc. But if we're talking about ethics, let me look at what about ethics of employees. Let's uh, remember what happened to Prashant Pithis, right? His experience, the co-founder of Ease My Trip. His frustration was very clear this week because when he tweeted or he wrote a LinkedIn post, that's what all CEOs seems to be, seem to be doing nowadays, LinkedIn posts. He's the co-founder of the online travel firm Ease My Trip. He shared a screenshot of a message sent to him in the morning from someone who was to join work that very same day. And in that, the person says if they decided they're not going to join after all because they've gotten another job offer. Mr. Pitti then tweeted that this was a hugely prevalent problem. Companies, he said, waste a lot of time and resources when a candidate drops out at the last minute. So, um, K. Ganesh, could you come in over here? You're a serial uh, entrepreneur, right? Where do you stand on this issue? Because... Uh, what happens then to, um, you know, conflict of interest, intellectual property, data privacy, or just uh, plain loyalty? How do you ensure a company's confidential or proprietary information is not being used in another assignment? I, I'm not even saying something like, you know, under the table. I'm just saying things like one company invests in, tech, in training and another company reaps the benefits without paying for this training. I'm not saying I'm selling, uh, you know, office secrets to anyone else, but it's just... Uh, more general casual stuff that does have an effect in the end yeah i think unfortunately uh, the debate has uh, uh, got very serious because of using words like two timing and cheating and all of that hmm. the fact is uh, the nature of work uh, the nature of contractual uh, relationship between employer and employee uh, remote working and acceptability of remote working uh, accelerated by the pandemic, all of that has changed uh, working, uh, place of work, type of work, the relationship between the two parties very mm. clearly. And we have to acknowledge that. Yeah. So instead of using strong words and taking extreme position, trying to realistically look at what is the right thing for both sides so that you are able to uh, go forward constructively is important. For example, uh, moonlighting is happening is likely to happen. So is there a way for companies instead of using extremely strong words to say that this is what we expect out of you. This is okay as moonlighting as long as it doesn't affect um, uh, the work that you are doing here. It is not during this particular time as long as it is not, uh, like you mentioned, uh, giving away the secrets or uh, taking intellectual property or encouraging competition or hurting the company in any way under those boundaries with the knowledge, not not discreetly, not without knowledge of the company, can yeah. it be done? Something needs to work out. One. Second, also it depends a lot on are you talking about blue-collar worker, white-collar worker? Hmm. What kind of moonlighting are you talking about? Are you talking about exactly your domain or moonlighting is being done in some other related areas which is not exactly the domain but your passion? If hmm. you are teaching, if you are doing art, if you are doing a podcast or a, you are a travel blogger while working in an IT company, there is no connection whatsoever. So there are multiple facets of it prime of ac i agree if there is a prime employer 
who has expected you to be employed during that time that time you would he would expect you to work and not moonlight is the traditional way of looking at it mm. but today the whole concept has changed the employer employee no longer talks about lifelong relationship if the employer has got the right to fire the employee with 3 months notice period and i'm not saying it's only the employer's fault employee also leaves it um, like we have seen with one day notice or three days or does not turn up yep. on the appointed day supposed to turn up if that is the nature of the relationship why are we going by within court 9 to 5 job time and commitment during that time hmm. anyway if the employee does not perform either because he is distracted at work or he is taking two gigs and because of that he is too tired he is not performing the startup or the employer will anyway fire him that's mm-hmm. the nature and vice versa so i think my my feeling is this is real it is it is it has come into focus so instead of taking extreme strong views and using those words trying to sit down and decide mm-hmm. for what functions at what levels at what kind of moonlighting with what guidance see the what swiggy has done is great what they have done is instead of turning a blind eye or instead of using strong words they have said here is a policy it's a brilliant idea saying that these are the boundaries under which it's okay all right Beyond so you're basically boundaries, saying okay. employers in india have to recognize the writing on the wall instead of using strong words or strong arm technologies or tactics that would further uh, alienate uh, employees when well, mr veliapak uh, you are a fourth generation uh entrepreneur right your family i think was involved with one of the first bringing one of the first it companies uh, to india we all have to keep up with the times uh, thanks to technology and because of the pandemic remote work contract work home based work gig work all of that has become normalized this is the way of the future this is uh moonlighting is going to be the norm going forward yeah uh, uh, uh i mean yes and no uh sarah so there's a huge opportunity available uh, for people in india especially in rural areas because now work is coming into them but uh, where we need to see is uh, uh, you, you need to be in which boat are you uh, i mean if you're employed and you're fully employed and your employment contract says that you cannot work anywhere then uh, that's the boat but if you want to do a, a consultant type work which is a geek and india has been a, a huge proponent of that like if you take look at uh like you know the unorganized sector if you take carpenters you take plumbers and all of them so they've been moonlighting forever so uh like you rightly said like you know it depends on uh, intellectual property and those kind of things too but uh it, it, which boat are you in like you know if you want to do multiple jobs become a consultant be open because mm. uh, uh there are many project works uh, coming out not just from india around the world and we are talking at the time because it's a war on talent and there's a huge talent shortage so and then companies need to be uh uh, uh fair to the customers too so suddenly if an employee goes and then uh, gets another job or something like that yeah. they go they're blindsided so that's the whole thing so as long as you don't have conflict and if you have a totally different job like you know uh, uh like like just mentioned a little while earlier like you know you're teaching in a job uh and that could be part time you're teaching kids or whatever or you're going and taking helping somebody in something else which is totally outside then then it helps a lot and mm. the whole concept of all this is the is the legal laws too so our legal if our legal laws are are firm for certain things mm. then it allows the floodgate for opening because uh, i mean uh, i mean today we are forced to certain of our uh, employees are forced to work from office and yeah. we can we do both we do work from office and work from home and a lot of companies are insisting to come back to office because of this 
because they don't know if their employees are working on that project or not. So. Ah, so this could actually uh, have a fall, you know, fallout because it could affect those and there are many who would prefer, especially, you know, at a senior level post the pandemic, we've realized that, look, if I can work from home, why not? It allows me also to focus on my family, my kids, and if I can get the job done. But uh, if there are those who are moonlighting, it could affect uh, the other employees too. All right. So we've gone from employees being loyal to one organization throughout their career uh, to now saying we want job satisfaction, job impact right from the get go. Why is moonlighting more popular in this generation as opposed to, you know, the loyalty of a single organization mindset that older generations practice? Let's bring in uh, somebody from uh, this generation. We have Ankita Chavla joining us. Ankita, thank you so much. Uh, for being on We The People because you uh, have moonlighted in the past and you're proud of it. Uh, thank you for having me. Yes, uh, I have been moonlighting in the past. I still am. I A brief introduction. I am a content creator who goes by the name of Hasil Rani on Instagram. But I also <laughs> have a 9-to-5 job. I'm in the social media business through and through. But one thing that I have to say about Gen Z and I'm a proud representative of this generation. Huh. For those of you who don't know Gen Z, is anyone who was born from the year 1996 to the year 2005. This generation of fresh jobbers that have just joined the workforce, I have noticed them to be some of the most proactive individuals. So when it comes to ca- like tackling things like job loyalty and retaining the confidentiality of the trade secrets of that very company, yeah, I believe like I would not doubt them on that front, just like I don't doubt myself. But this generation has a consistent thread of wanting to explore their passions outside of what their desk job offers them. I mean, let me put things into perspective. A generation that has had to sit at home for two years, a generation that saw two periods of recession, will not find working a government job till the year 50-55 and then retiring Hmm. and then just waiting for a pension. This generation has had at least 1,000 to 2,000 new videos on their fingertips in a span of one day. This generation has had access to so many options, which also is another concept called option paralysis, where you just can't choose. So it's never ever going to be satisfying just sticking to one desk job and thinking that it's going to make you happy and satisfied and keep your pockets filled forever. Because those needs, especially for Gen Z, uh, have been growing. And with certain uh, laws and regulations like IT companies coming in and red flagging, moonlighting is, like I do feel, a slightly hindsighted decision because it of, it often needs, uh, the country often needs talent that will in the end help the economy. Something mm. that Mr. Ganesh also very rightly said, especially in the unorganized sector. You'll see a plumber who's also probably doing a dog walking service here in Bombay. Mm. just to make the ends meet. Mm. And Gen Z as a generation, and not just Gen Z, in fact, millennials, has this very, very common sentiment in them, which actually makes them want to moonlight, is Mm. that my generation needs to make its own money, especially from families that do not come from generational wealth, and the internet actually telling... Okay, so basically flexibility is a currency everyone wants to be paid in, upgrading your skills, earning supplementary income, expanding networks, exercising the agency to choose the gigs they want to work on. So Mohit Malik, what do entrepreneurs like you do who are running, you know, uh, organizations that, uh, you know, on tight 
budgets and wanting to make profits right like what do you do in such an uh, such an uh, environment because you know i'm i'm not going to sugarcoat this uh, ankita because we've also heard some horrific stories many entrepreneurs who just say that this generation doesn't want to work they have no work ethics so mohit malik what do you do when you're hiring you so, heard what ankita uh, said this is what this next generation wants so for us you know uh, we are f- uh, very firm believers of you know how as in we have been working with freshers forever now and you know for last 3 years we have been investing in fresh talent you know we right start from the very third year of the college we hire interns put them through an internship program of one year and then take them forward so what we provide one is that we provide you with an option during your first year of internship to decide on what career path you need to take that means we give them all options which means that which is one thing that that they expect that you know let's we, we we want to explore ourselves as to what we need to do in future so that's one option that we give the second option that we give is that we give very competitive salaries uh, when it comes to uh, you know you being a fresher because you do not i we don't want you to be left out you know in this uh, this scenario the third uh, basic uh, thing that we do is that we put them through life projects and then we tell them that you know there are ample of opportunities learning opportunities out there go out there and explore them hmm. we will sponsor those and then you come back and start contributing to it so when you get one year good good enough year when you are not even college graduate no but then are these young employees staying with you or are yes. they moving so, on are they still moonlighting despite all this so we have we have not seen uh, you know as in there had been one instance one of instance of moonlighting but what has happened is with us giving them one year of exploring things you know people have joined us in uh, software team and hmm. they have become designers hmm. in a year in a, in a one year span so when you give them those options then it makes more sense for them to understand that you know what exactly we need and then hmm. they can plan out their career you can they, they can plan out their short term hmm. goals their long term goals and they can communicate back to us and we can facilitate that so so we have been doing this extensively we have been investing in freshers for almost 3 uh, 4 years now and the results are amazing people are sticking around people are staying back and they know that you know they once they get the alignment with the company's goal and the vision they get aligned to it and they uh, you know and then they find out avenues on how to contribute back to the company all in right terms so of, is it know, about software, management yeah. if i go to ankita and ask her that and uh, that ask you again ankita if it's enough i want to bring in arch chandrashekhar chairman center for the digital future former president of nascom uh, secretary it telecom government of india uh, you know is this do corporates need to make peace with this new gig economy and uh, the demands of the next generation or uh, does this put a question mark on the already tenuous relationship that we have between employers and employees uh during uh, sarah to you and the viewers i think the fact is that there is already been the mega trend of moving towards a gig economy because of technology because of collaboration tools because of remote working and covid has only fast forwarded that uh, future where uh you know uh, not only people had to work from home for two years there is also a well recognized reluctance to return to office at least on a 100% uh, basis yeah all of this i think has uh, uh, brought this trend to the fore and uh, uh, the fact is that uh, you know gig uh, working is not something which is completely new 
uh, it's been there, uh, not just in blue collar like uh, uh, plumbers, electricians and so on. But uh, in fact, even among uh, white collar uh, professions, uh, there are certain kinds of, uh, you know, we don't call them moonlighting now, but there are additional uh, work which is allowed. For example, an IIT professor is not only allowed, but encouraged to do uh, some consulting. Uh, but of course, that has to be declared to the IIT and there's a certain uh, revenue sharing arrangement and so on. Senior officials of one company work on boards of other companies. So there are lots of situations where mm-hmm. actually uh, such additional work is encouraged. The difference between just gig work, which uh, is the mega trend and moonlighting is that in the case of moonlighting, there is a full time contract between the employer and the employee. Yeah. Uh, And this has been a legacy arrangement between employers and employees. Obviously, under the pressure of the mega trend of the gig economy, Hmm. that relationship is getting redefined and the legacy relationship is only very slowly adapting to this uh, change. Hmm. The question really is, I think, and that's where all these strong adjectives and uh, epithets are uh, sort of floating around, is... Does anyone support a clandestine arrangement where, you know, somebody is doing something, but uh, which is directly contrary to the terms of a contract that you have agreed upon? All right. And uh, which you have, uh, you know, given uh, the other side a reason to believe that you're going to abide by it. All right. Let's put that across. We're out of time. My last uh, word to you, Ankita. Uh, Let me put that across to you. Is this clandestine? Did you come out openly to your boss? Is that what you would recommend everyone to do? Is that even realistic? And what about people like Mohit Malik and companies like Chayos who are investing so much in training and then, uh, you know, young uh, employees quit? They get up and they move on for all of the reasons that you pointed out are important to them right now. Uh, To answer the question very briefly, Uh, Something that I did right before I got hired for the job I'm currently doing is have a clear expectation setting with my employer where like I I got hired because of my social media, because of the work that I've been doing on social media of teaching and motivating people to go out and make video content, to start selling on Instagram because it's a very well-recognized revenue stream now. So I did tell my boss, aka my employer, that I will be loyal to this job and I will be devoting eight hours every day Mm. going over time if something is urgent, but I will not stop doing what I have been doing outside of work, which is my secondary revenue stream. Mm. If we are on the same page, I'm happy to join the next day. And luckily, we were on the same page. And I do believe the arrangement that I have vis-a-vis into a thousand more people in the country Hmm. is working pretty well, especially for people in corporates right now. All right. Well, Ankita Chavla, we are glad that you found this equilibrium and hopefully uh, others will too. I'm talking about both employers and employees. Thank you all for joining us, for being part of this conversation, perhaps with the prevalence of remote working, of uh, hybrid office structures and organizations that are becoming increasingly deliverable-oriented. Perhaps moonlighting is the future of the modern workforce, but it, it, it has been crucial to have all of your voices, all of your views uh, on this show. Thank you so much for joining us on We The People.